Hi, I'm Sonia. I'm Sapna. And this is Loudmouth Loudmouth Loki's. Happy New Year! It is officially 2020, and that means not only are we in a new year, but we are in a new decade. And we wanted to start off season two by looking back at the last decade and the last year and kind of seeing how we've grown and what we hope to accomplish, not only with this podcast moving forward, but just in our lives in general. Yeah, so. Starting off season two, 10-year challenge. What were you doing 10 years ago, Sapna? Okay, so in 2010, I was in fifth grade, sixth grade, (laughs) uh, probably just starting to learn pre-algebra, maybe knew the slope of a line was y equals mx plus b, nothing fancier than that. But uh, now in 2020, I've learned up to calculus. I am now in college doing uh, a lot more complex things in school. Just finished OCHEM, just finished finals of, of my fall quarter of sophomore year of college at UCLA. Nice, congrats. And it's crazy. Yeah, how about you? Hi, everyone. Hope you're all enjoying this week's episode of Loud Math Lead Keys. I wanted to briefly tell you about a really cool service that Sonia and I both discovered recently. The Katra Box is a seasonal subscription service catered to South Asian American women and made by South Asian American women. They curate products from socially conscious and environmentally friendly brands handpicked specifically for women just like us. Aside from the subscription box, they are also very vocal on their Instagram about destigmatizing taboo issues in the Desi community and creating a safe space for dialogue. If you want to learn more and support women-owned and minority-owned businesses, which Sonia and I are both big fans of, you can find more information on their website at www.thecothrobox.com and on Instagram at thecothrobox. Ten years ago, I was 11. I guess that puts me in sixth grade if you were in fifth grade. Yep, probably. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Dang, I still had my long hair. I was wearing the wackiest clothes. I'm hoping that in 10 years, my dress sense has gotten a little bit better. I th- Again, it's a hope. We're not 100% <laughs> sure. But no, a lot's changed. I grew a lot, and I'm excited for the next decade of our lives. This is going to be a big one. I'm thinking in the last year, we've had so much growth. And in the next decade, we are going to finish college. Oh my gosh, yes. We'll be applying and starting grad school. Yeah, we'll be starting our careers. Hopefully, both of us have long education paths in front of us. But um, we'll be starting our careers, maybe getting married, maybe Ah! starting a family. (laughs) Scary things ahead. Scary things ahead. But let's just start with the next year. What are your (laughs) New Year's resolutions? I feel like everyone does this, but as cheesy as it is, I really do enjoy having the end of the year to kind of reflect and then having January 1st and like the beginning of the new year to look forward. So I guess let's start with yeah your resolutions, Sapna. Yeah. I surprisingly have not taken that much time this year to sit down and be like, okay, what am I doing next year? But 
if I were to think about some of my New Year's resolutions, obviously the typical ones, I want to eat healthy, uh, exercise more, prioritize myself, uh, get more sleep, do well in school, those sort of things. Uh, the basics. Yeah, but I think more tangibly speaking, I want to continue doing more passion projects. This was a fun passion project we started in 2019, and I'm so happy that I did something that uh, got me excited, uh, something that I wanted to do that wasn't like academic, that yeah. wasn't professional in any way, and just something that we wanted to do just for the heck of doing it. Um, so I want to do more passion projects, do more things that uh, give me an outlet, and do more things that make me happy. Yeah, no, absolutely. I definitely feel you on the whole eating well, getting back to the gym, <laughs> being healthier thing. I, that seems to be a common theme for a lot of people. Um, and you'll see a bunch of people being like, oh, everyone's at the gym January 1st, and then you don't see them <laughs> after that. So I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know, I've always had this New Year's resolution of I'm going to be healthier, I'm going to be more fit. Um, but I decided this year I was going to be more I was gonna be healthy in a sustainable way yeah I wanted to make sure that this year when I have this goal of being healthier it isn't just I'm going to the gym every day it's I'm going to be going to the gym but I'm going to be doing it sustainably yeah um I think it's important to to go back into that mindset because at the beginning of this year there's all or at the beginning of any any year, there's always the marketing around like, oh, this is how you're going to start the new year. You're going to lose 20 pounds, like yeah. something very and unrealistic. And that's not sustainable, you yeah. know? And it's something like, it's, the year is a marathon. It's yeah. not a sprint, yeah. right? And in order Definitely. to get to month 12, like you have to get through months one through 11. <laughs> yeah. And you can't do that if you're sprinting the entire time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's definitely a big one. I want to make sure that the things I do to maintain a healthy lifestyle are sustainable. Mm -hmm. um, and another thing was I, you know, I just decided I'm not going to let other people dictate my happiness. Yeah. That was something that I did for a very long time and I didn't really do it consciously. I don't think anybody does it consciously, but I realized I spent a lot of time living my life in a way to make other people happy mm -hmm. and I thought it was making me happy and I've realized I've given people too much power over how I feel and 2020 is going to be about me living my life completely for myself. You know, I've done a lot of amazing things and I haven't really given myself the credit or the time to appreciate it. Yeah. So 2020 is really about me allowing myself to appreciate all the hard work I've put in to whatever it is I'm doing and to live it fully for myself. Yeah, slowing down, reflecting, doing all of those things that make life more exciting and more worth it. Oh, yeah. And I definitely just yeah. want to live life more fully. Like, yeah. I want to experience things and enjoy those experiences and not really hold myself to expectations of other people. Yeah, and Sonia just turned 21. Uh, yeah, I'm legal now. <laughs> I'm legal now. Um, I'm turning 20 in March, so... As we're in our 20s, that's, I think... We're well, in our 20s. Yeah. We're not a kid's podcast anymore, <laughs> folks. Sorry, this is a 20s... This is a podcast for people in their 20s only. We're young adults now, but um, yeah, no, I think it'll be important to reflect 
put more time for ourselves moving forward. Yeah, and speaking of what we've done in the past decade, yeah, we uh, created a podcast. Yeah, in the, just in this last year, the last few months, and this whole purpose of this podcast uh, for all of you who maybe haven't had the time to tune in for all of season one. Or if you're just joining us for season two. Yeah, welcome. Uh, but yeah, so we're Loudmouth Ledkeys, and, and this point of the podcast was to uh, highlight the importance of storytelling and being loudmouthed and uh, exploring the intersection of living in a western country while being of south asian background and just of asian background in general yeah and i think the only way to kind of start off season two is to highlight some loudmouths of 2019 2019 let's do it okay so first off she is 2019's time person of the year it's greta thunberg And so she's a 16-year-old Swedish climate change activist. And so if you've been on TV, read the news, you might have heard of her or or at least seen her face um, or at least heard of the things that she's done. So she first became known for youth activism in the end of or middle to end of 2018. And so at 15, she started uh, just advocating for stronger action on global warming. Uh, There's this really viral picture of her holding up a sign in Swedish that says school strike for the climate. And so other students started to become more involved in different protests about uh, climate change as well. And other students started getting more involved and they organized this huge school climate strike uh, under the name Fridays for Future. Then Greta kept on getting involved. She went into the UN to talk about climate change. She kept on speaking to adults really got her voice out there, showed that she was a force to be reckoned with. Absolutely. Um, An absolute loudmouth, honestly. The definition of a loudmouth. We're learning from her every single day. And moving forward, she was able to inspire so many people to get involved. And, And they ended up doing so many protests that garnered over a million students to get involved and walk on the streets protesting uh, this kind of apathy towards climate change. And she really has become a voice of our generation in the conversation about climate change. Mm -hmm. And you see and you hear a lot of people from older generations saying like, you know, is this an issue that we need to care about or is there anything that younger people can even do? And she is the definition of what younger people can do. And they're saying that our generation is the one that's putting the most effort if any and the most kind of attention on climate change and it's kind of interesting moving into the 2020 election this year uh how important climate change is becoming uh just because more people are talking about it yeah, and more people in our generation are talking about it and yeah. i think it's and we're voting and we're voting so which is really exciting uh, um and, and they, they've also called it the greta thunberg effect and yeah. So it's kind of this loud mouth effect and what is she able to do with her voice and it's so powerful. Oh, absolutely. Um, so she's our first loudmouth of 2019 that we're highlighting. Um, the next two that we wanted to highlight, they come in a pair. Um, they are two South Asian queer women who took the internet by storm, Anjali Chakra and Sufi Malik. Uh, Anjali is an Indian American who practices Hinduism and Sufi is a Pakistani American who practices Islam and they are Instagram's new Desi power couple. They are, they became famous because, um, a picture of them, a picture of them went viral of them on their anniversary in New York. Mm -hmm. And if you've seen it, they are the most adorable couple. Yeah. They're so so gorgeous. Um, but they're also so great. I mean, if you follow them individually, you see that they both speak on 
they're both social activists in general, but together they've really exemplified acceptance and love um, as they navigate being an interracial, an interfaith, and a same-sex couple in the U.S. as, you know, like as they see women specifically. And it's not something that we see very often. And it's been, the reason we kind of picked them as loudmouths of the year was, you know, they didn't really choose to be in the spotlight. Yeah. It just kind of happened upon them just in the phenomena of like how social things media. go. Yeah. Social yeah. media and how things go viral. But they really took it with such grace yeah. and they've been utilizing their platforms. Yeah. Um, you can follow them on Instagram and yeah, they speak about their relationship. They have a YouTube channel. They've talked about coming out in the Desi community, being queer in the Desi community, how to kind of navigate that um specifically Sufi's spoken about like being queer and Muslim yeah which is not something that we hear about a lot which we know it exists yeah. but it's not a conversation that we see so open yeah and I think another reason as to why we've highlighted them uh is because they very much stand for what we're standing for at the mm-hmm. being at the intersection of uh being both South Asian and living in a Western community and kind of living with both of those ideals and wrestling with the intersection of both. So really cool, really awesome people uh, that we've seen in 2019. And we're so, so excited to see all the loudmouths moving forward. Yeah. And so what we've done with kind of moving on from that in this whole theme of loudmouth largies and, and new renewal and all of that, um, what are we doing for season two? So we're really hoping for a season two to talk about more hard-hitting topics. We want to talk about issues that we really, really care about, and we hope you resonate with too. I think season one was kind of about getting our feet in the water mm-hmm. and just figuring out the whole world of podcasting. Yeah, and just talking about things that we were comfortable and uh, felt very knowledgeable about. And now I think moving into season two, we're talking about things that might get our audience a little uncomfortable and might be hard to talk about. But once again, that's the the reason why we're here and the reason why we want to do this. Yeah, absolutely. And it kind of ties back to the reason we started the podcast in the beginning was to really emphasize the importance of mental health um, in the South Asian community and the importance of storytelling. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Loudmouth Lightnings. You can catch us next week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. A huge shout out to ZHK Designs, DJ Nubia, and The Gunther Box. Rate and subscribe to our podcast, follow us on social media at Loudmouth Lightnings, and shoot us an email. We'd love to hear your thoughts, and we'll see you next week.